Yes, such a one and now somebody on Twitter. Let me just check who it is actually. Um somebody on Twitter saying, uh, you know, uh, I saw me battling the pitilizing uh, uh the story of Gwenzelelwa. Uh, that's what they call it in Isikosa and uh Sands they're saying Abenzelelweyo, it's called Nzelweld in English. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe assist me there. Uh I, I like to think of myself as somebody who's bilingual, but hey, sometimes you know, the thoughts come in a different language and you have to take it to, to, to the other. So it's a bit of a battle sometimes, uh, but uh, maybe you'll guide me on that one. But uh, the other one I find so fascinating. Uh, National Commissioner of Correctional Services, Arthur Fraser, standing by his decision to release former head of state Jacob Zuma. Now he sat down for an exclusive with uh, SABC's Vuyom Voko around a range of issues. And uh, one of those, of course, uh, had to do with the release on medical parole of uh, former President Jacob Zuma. And my colleague Nosipem Ngube put up this report. 15 minutes it is there. Yeah, what do you make of that one, eh? Uh, Arthur Fraser saying, no, no, no. Abanyabenu used to think that I'm a Zuma guy. That's why now uh, when I make this decision to release him on medical parole, I'm going to stand by it because you're misled. And he's suggesting that actually he was more of a Mbekiite. He was seen as somebody who was a rat, um, you know, in the post-2009 dispensation. Uh, and uh, he even says he didn't spend as much time as he's now spent in his new role as Commissioner of Correctional Services. And uh, yeah, the tell-all account there, and uh, certainly from what I see on social media, out on SABC 404, our sister uh, platform there. And uh, I certainly know that uh, they're going to be playing it out later on as well. So I'm glad But yeah, what do you make of that? We'd love to hear your perspectives on that particular score. Do share with us uh, some of your thoughts uh, on that particular matter. And uh, yeah, you know, when you're hearing uh, all manner of things and of course uh, some yeah, revelations there around the spy tapes matter. Now, I don't know uh, what some of your thoughts would be on that one, but uh, would love to hear from you. Do send through some of those uh, tweets on at MetroFMSA. Use the hashtag MetroFMTalk. And uh, also, uh, yeah, we also out on our voice note line on WhatsApp. Say, I'm Zalano WhatsApp. Apple goes 079-191-4270. Yeah, take a listen to this. Love it, Tibos. Love it. Uh, but please, my brother, go and unpack this issue of the public sector wage bill. Tibos will certainly see Paletolo and Imdana Kleko. We'll certainly take a look at that particular matter. It's something close uh, to us uh, because many of those are our fellow workers as people who work in the public service. And uh, we'll certainly uh, dedicate uh, some attention to that. Uh, you would know, of course. Uh, that we have spoken to people across the political spectrum uh, in the broader labor movement, PSA, you know, Mugwena uh, Maluleke from Satu and uh, the, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, labor unions linked uh, in the public service to Kosatu and many others on this particular matter, young nurses in Daba, trade union and others. And uh, I think it is something you write that we ought to return to uh, because I can assure you in the next few weeks, we will do a medium-term budget policy statement. And I can assure you there are going to be squabbles around uh, the allocations that are given to public sector workers in the context of very deep vacancies that we see uh, in many frontline uh, uh, you know, service functions uh, across the public service. So, yeah, no, indeed, uh, Mr. Manike will certainly dedicate some attention to that. And, uh, yeah, now... And send us your voice notes uh, out on 079-191-4270. We're going to take a brief break now. When we come back, 
We look at the vexing matter of policing in the province of the Western Cape. We know the Western Cape. Uh, Filippi and uh, uh, you know Mitchell's plan and many others uh, a massive burden of uh, you know a violent crime in that part of the world we've seen uh, you know massive challenges in terms of gender-based violence gangsterism and many other issues there uh, and a lot of that having to do uh, with uh, the massive challenges around the resourcing of police in that part of the world and in that neck of the woods. And uh, we're going to be taking a look at that matter uh, this evening uh, with the Social Justice Coalition and uh, their head of policy and research, Kensani Motileni, is going to be my guest under the microscope. Nine minutes it is before the top of the hour. We're under the microscope this evening. Western Cape Community Safety MEC, uh, Albert Fritz, calling for more police resources to be deployed in the Western Cape, uh, responding to the spate of violent crime that has been seen in parts of the province, which has been normalized. Uh, he mentioned that among the recently recorded crimes were murders and mob justice. And uh, two weeks ago, the Social Justice Coalition revealed that little has changed uh, since the release of the report by the Kailicha Commission of Inquiry uh, into a policing uh, in Kailicha, which was chaired by Kato Regan and Vusi Pikoli, to resolve policing inefficiencies and improve the relationship between the police and the people of Kailicha. Now, uh, uh, Kensani Motileni, Head of Policy and Research at SJC, joins me now on the line. Kensani, good evening and welcome. Evening, Aya. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you very much, Kansani, for taking time out to speak to us. Let's maybe just talk briefly for the you know, benefit of our listeners who might not be familiar with the history of uh, the issues that you've agitated around insofar as policing and resourcing of police services are concerned in the Western Cape. Give us just some of the brief genesis and background to the commission uh, whose work uh, happened in 2014, which you suggest of the 20 recommendations, little progress has been advanced. So now, I mean, Kanzani, just in terms of that work that you've done, um, a lot of these are manifestations of the underlying problem, which um, in many ways, I guess, is around the structuring, not just of personnel, but of particular types of resources to a police station, for instance, like the one that is in Kailicha, mm-hmm. uh, just based on the nature of crimes that are reported in Kailicha. Talk to us about that, because as you're saying, I mean, the, the issue is a breakdown in relationship between the people of Kailicha and the police. I mean, if siren already doesn't see a protector, but sees somebody who is, you know, coming to invade or, you know, do that type of thing, which is going to take time to resolve. But the other issues that are more concrete around resourcing, rape kits, uh, you know, riot gear. Uh, certain types of, you know, uh, uh, resources that allow people to respond to the particularly violent types of crimes that are certainly reported in that part of the world. Yeah, I see that. We don't see those efforts. We don't see those results. So it's just like a, it's, it's a talk shop kind of a kind of a situation. I mean, recommendation 19 was clear that another police station has to be built in Makaza. Till today, the land stands there. The HJC went as far as building a wall of hope to say that, guys, this is where the Makaza police station will be built one day whenever the... the the provincial and national government actually decide to prioritize this. And I mean, it's, it's quite interesting that the NEC is concerned and he's calling for the allocation of resources, which is something that we've been advocating for and calling for as civil society. And and I'm, think, I'm thinking to myself that that is just not enough. It's not enough for the NEC to just say that, yes, we have to relook at the allocation. What, what are they doing? What are the active steps that they're actually taking to ensure that proper resources and adequate resources are allocated in poor black communities to combat crime. Hmm. 
Maybe a last one, uh, Kensani, because I guess, you know, we have run out of time and would have loved to to continue uh, with this particular conversation. There's also, for me, the big question around preventative measures. Um, So, and and that type of policing, which is probably something we don't try to spotlight enough. It's just about the reactive stuff. You know, when things happen, are the vans there? Are the guns there? Is there a heavy-handed response on the part of the police there? But there's also the other question, which I think is critical to building the relationship between the community uh, and the police services, which is more the preventative type of measures and even some of the social roles that police could potentially be playing. What's your view on that as the SJC? So I mean that was also part of that was I think recommendation fourteen of the of the of, of the Kalisha Commissioner's inquiry. I mean, I uh, nothing is being done. The commission how mm. do we make policing effective for people living in informal settlements? Yeah. Because you cannot police someone living in informal settlements the, the same way you police someone living in Seapoint, yeah, for example. You know? So those are the yeah. kinda those are the kind of conversations we yeah. start having. What does policing look like? Um, in, in a poor black community, so 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 it's it's really going to take some time. Yeah. We we also trying to put our heads together. We're working on sure. a research paper on what visible policing actually looks okay. like in in poor in poor and black community. Yeah. Kensan, let's pause there. And I think once uh, you are in a position to share the findings of that study, we'd love to discuss it here on Metro FM Talk. But thank you very much uh, for taking time out to speak to us this evening. And uh, yeah, it's certainly a matter we're going to be following very closely here on Metro FM. Talk. Kensani Motileni, Head of Policy and Research at the Social Justice Coalition. Sis Posa Bindambo, Glenin Jigalang and Dozobao, Yao Pindi Bona Napes, you have yourself a great evening. Take strength, Ma Africa. Nangoku, Sisai Banga, Le Economy.